Welcome to Showtime Marnett Sports Talk Show. We're just going to jump right into it today with exciting news. Yes, I have a special guest today, and this special guest is a is a is a basketball player standout in the '70s, and he played at a city school, which was you know back in the day a lot of people didn't know about this school, but the athletes there were known and popular. And I want to just bring this guy uh, to center attention, Mr. Delbert Tardy Senior. Welcome to the show, sir. How you doing today? I am doing well today, my man. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, let's talk about your basketball skills back in the day when you played at Manny. Or let's just really talk about the, you know, growing up as a child, you know, did you have this instinct of that you were, you know, a sports player? Yeah, I was pretty much a good athlete in football, basketball, I ran track. Now, I stayed involved in everything while I was in high school. Okay, okay. Yeah, so out of those sports, which one of those sports kind of played your, you know, like this is a sport I, I kind of want to focus on or did, was you just kind of just, you know, like you said, in every, all of them? I love basketball, but football was my heart. Okay, football was your heart. And I played my junior and senior year at Manuel. Mm-hmm. I played defensive Okay. Got a scholarship offer to Ember Hill Junior College in Minnesota. Went down there for about six months. I ended up coming back. Okay. I had a son at the time. Okay. I went to work for Kroger for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got off into cooking. Right, right. Right, right, right. Cooking. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about on this show because we just have a lot of different things to touch up on. You know, you're you're good with a lot of different things. You're a family man. Um, you're a father. Um, talk about what... You know, you said you was a father back then. Talk about that experience becoming a new father at a young age. I was 19 years old when I became a father. Mm-hmm. And it was the most blessing thing in the world to have a son because as a man, you always want a son. Right. Somebody to idolize you. Right. And my son, Little Doc, was he was my joy. Right, right. And uh, Little Doc, which I know him because, you know, we're just, I just know him from just a, a cause cause. But we're just going to go on with the show. I like to think that, you know, you, you have basketball um, a pedigree in your background. Talk about some of the family members um, that you have that are also uh, athletes like yourself. Well, it was me. Pretty much all my brothers was athletes, but the youngest one. Okay. We all was basketball. You know, we, we hung around a lot of together. Mm-hmm. My brother Earl Tardy was real good. Okay. He played Rusty Emanuel High School. Right. A lot of people that was in the neighborhood that we grew up in, which was called Norwood. Right. We had a uh, we had a lot of great athletes come out of Norwood. Norwood. Now, for those of you who don't know what Norwood is, uh, Norwood is a um, you know just a a neighborhood. And it's you know, on the south side of the town, and it's just basically a neighborhood where a lot of good people live and enrich and good eat, good eating, good ethnics and good, you know, you know, good religion as well. And you know, um, you know, looking at that, talk about the support system that you had coming up when you were a child. Well, I come up as a fifth child out of ten. And I was, uh, um, was really blessed because my brothers and my sisters 
you know, whatever kind of sport that you was participating in, they came to see you. Right. And they blessed you, you know. Mm-hmm. And they kind of went on down the line. And I, as I was coming up, you know, I, hanging around my brother Larry and my brother Earl, we always played basketball together. Right. As a family, you know. Right. You know, whatever we did was a family. Mm-hmm. My father raised all ten of us. Him, my mother was married fifty-two years okay. before they both passed away. Okay. And we had really good aunts and aunties and, and grandmas, and you know, it was really a big family as, as it still is today. Right, right, right. Now, you said you played sports in, in high school, and um, did you play? Uh, you said you went to uh, junior college. Where was that junior college at again? Okay. Now, talk about that experience. How was that like playing college basketball? It was wild. It was a lot of fun. Okay. I mean, the biggest thrill was taking somebody baseline and dunking on them. You know, and that's, you know, but I had a really good jump shot. Okay. Which, back then, it was just a two-pointer. Now, it's a three-pointer. Exactly. And it would really elevate the game. You know, the ABA, when they brought it into the, um, the college structure and the NBA, Exactly, exactly. Yes. Now it's a lot of things that you do. Now you have got you have uh, pursued uh, coaching now, and so we're going to talk about that. But right now we're going to take uh, our first commercial break, and we're going to come back right after this with Mr. Delbert Tardy Senior. And welcome back to Showtime Running Sports Talk Show. We're here with Mr. Delbert Tardy Sr. And we're just kind of talking about things, you know, back in the day. Uh, he played basket, uh, played college uh, basketball at Everhurst uh, Junior College in Minnesota, correct? Yes. Okay. And just talked about some things, the support system, the different things that, you know, he played basketball growing up with his brothers, uh, Larry Tardy and Earl Tardy in basketball with those guys. And so now this is some of the things we want to get into on the second part of the show. Um, as a basketball player yourself, what advice would you give a young basketball player in today's game? Work hard, keep your grades up, mm-hmm. have a lot of enthusiasm when you're on the court. Okay. Enjoy what you're doing and just have fun doing it because it only comes once in life. Right, having fun. That's that's the biggest that's the biggest kid, have fun. Now, you are coaching now. Now what level are you coaching on and kinda of talk about what that's been for you? We are single A basketball high school mm-hmm. called uh, it used to be called uh, Victory Prep. Victory College Prep. Right. But before that we was Lighthouse uh, South. Which it was a lighthouse east, and we just kind of like compared each other. But it's neither one now. Okay. But right now we've been through college prep. Okay. We go from kindergarten to 12th grade. Okay. We have a single A school. Right. We have a lot of kids that that really put the work in. Mm-hmm. But at Victory College Prep, it's all about education. Right. Right. Education. In the classroom before you can make it to the court. Right. 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 And that's something. Here at Victory College Prep, mm-hmm. and it's just been a joy. 
a season got suspended early in the year after uh, November the 19th because of the virus. Exactly. So starting back tomorrow night will be our first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about that? Yes, I'm very excited. It's been a while. This... We open up against Crystal Rayhouse at Washington High School tomorrow night at 7.30. Okay, that's going to be exciting for you, uh, for the uh, people here just to get out and enjoy some basketball. And um, that's that's kind of something that we all like to do is get out and watch basketball. Now, you said you're coaching Victory College Prep, and I came there to watch a uh, – uh, an alumni that saw him to play at Marion College by the name of Israel Barnett. Um, he's, he's a good guy. Talk about his game and what do you expect him to do at the next level here playing at Marion College? Israel was a very good ball player. He was, kind of, he was one of them players that you didn't have to hype. Mm-hmm. You can't hype, you know, and then you would have to kind of like relax him, you know, say, right. okay, you know. Right. You know, Right, you know what you're going to do when you get out there. Just think about it. Right. But Israel is in, in the red shirt year right now at Marion College. Mm-hmm. So he'll start playing next year as a freshman, which he'll be a red shirt freshman. Right. So Israel had a really, really nice game. Left-handed player. Yes, sir. Take you to the hoop and finish very well for a high school player. Right, right, right. Now, what are what are some of your college teams? that you follow, or that you kind of watch and kind of be like, you know, it, that's something that you want to implement with your kids. Is there any style of play that you like? I like the triangle. Mm-hmm. We do a diamond in, diamond in one uh, press. Okay. But we, we been work, since we got back in gym, which is two weeks ago on a Monday, we've been really working on everything. Everything that we started working on, we had to start back from scratch. Right, exactly. Okay. The kids have been working hard. Mm-hmm. It's been a really good, you know, tonight, we practice tonight, 4.30, 6.30. Okay. Getting ready for our opening game tomorrow night, and my four seniors are really excited about it. I mean, this is their last year playing high school ball. Right, right. And I know this gives you great joy and excitement just to coach because everybody's been hampering by this pandemic, and, you know, it's just, just to get out and enjoy with the safety uh protocols behind it, you know, we want to enjoy a good basketball game and make sure that the players and the fans are safe, you know, in that nature. Now, let's let's get into the NBA. Now, you're 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 a Pacer fan, a Hoosier fan, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure. And you you're aware of the trade that just happened, the blockbuster trade with James Harden going to Brooklyn and Victor Oladipo going to Houston. Who do you think benefited from the trade? Do you think Houston or the Pacers benefited from that trade? Mm-hmm. And, and why do you think the Pacers benefited from that? Getting Curtis LeVette. I've actually been watching him for four years when he was at the University of Michigan. Right. And, and if he hadn't have been in, 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 in New York with the Nets, he would have been starting on somebody's team. Right. Right. Because he played great in the bubble last year. Yes, he did. When he was down in Atlanta. I mean, he really showed off. Right, right, right. Now to be with the Indiana Pacers, mm-hmm. he is going to be an excellent player for the Pacers, and he's going to take that game to another level. That's what. Because he's really high energy, mm-hmm. and he plays really smart, and he's got a great jump shot. Right. That's what Dame Lillard said. Dame Lillard said he's about to take off. Just one of the tw- uh, one of the tweets that. Uh, Players were tweeting out the day of the, you know, of the blockbuster trade. And then last night, um, as you are aware of, Victor Oladipo of Houston 
uh, season debut of 32 points, which is the second most behind James Harden's debut in 2012-2013. What do you think that fit is going to be with uh, with uh, uh, Oladipo there with North Central's Eric Gordon? I think it's going to be a, a match made in heaven. Because why I say that is, is that Depo and, and Eric Gordon are two different, totally different players. Right. One can sit back and shoot that jump shot just like any else, but he's a driver and cutter and dish. Mm-hmm. He on the depot, he's going to take you to the basket and he's going to try to duck on you. Right, right, right. Last night, he was on fire at the three-point line. Right, yes. He, wow, yeah. he was. He just wasn't missing. Right. And for his debut, Houston, Houston has got to be very, very proud of him. And another thing is, he's in the last year of his contract, so he's playing for a contract. Exactly. He's playing for a contract. Now, what do you think about, now let's uh, switch to, to another team. What do you think about the duo with James Harding now with Kevin Durant? And now Kyrie has missed his seventh game, but there's speculations that he's going to play tomorrow night, but we still don't know about that. But so far, Brooklyn is looking like they're going to be the team to beat in the East. Yes, sir. Wow. Right. And if Kyrie Irving come back with any kind of enthusiasm, any kind of right attitude, they're going to be awesome. Yes, yes. So you think... They still have a nice bench. Right. But as you look at Brooklyn, even though you team up two superstars like James Harding and, and Kevin Durant, you know, you still have the powerhouse teams like the Boston, the Celtics, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Philadelphia, and then you have the rising teams coming up like the Hawks, and then you have, um, you know, the Orlando Magic, which, you know, give or take. But, you know, this give or take in that, in all in itself, you know, I'm looking for the East to be kind of a, you know, I don't know, because I'm still not counting out the Pacers, even though the Pacers, you know, the Pacers still don't even have their full roster, and they're like fourth in the division right now. So just think once they get their full roster back, you know, they're going to make some noise, even and when they get Curtis LeVert back. Yes, they are. Yes, sir. Pacers make some noise. Yes, sir. The Mavs turn maybe being out with a fractured hand. Might be out for four weeks now. Yes, yesterday we were just talking about um, they're going to do a, a, a speculations or they're going to be they're going to do a, 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 a scan uh, today um, and see what's uh, if it's a fracture or not because they're, they're trying to maybe call it a hairline fracture or a small bone fracture, but we don't know the details about that. And with that, we're going to take another commercial break right here. This is your man Showtime Marnett on Showtime Marnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast. And welcome back to Showtime Marnett Sports Talk Show. We're here with Mr. Delbert Tardy Sr. And we're just going to get things cooking again in the kitchen. Hey, what is your favorite college football team? Rotan, Alabama. Alabama. And speaking of Alabama, they just won their sixth national title, correct? Yes. Yes, sir. Now, when you were cooking, what were you in Alabama for a little bit during your cooking? I lived out in Hoover, Alabama for about 12 years. Okay. And when I moved to there back in 96, I was I was just an IU fan. Right. So when you go down south, it's either War Eagle or Rotai. And they want you to choose. They ain't, they ain't asked that. They want you to choose right then and there. Right. <laughs> so this is about a year before 
money sign if I was Boy Eagle or Road Tide. When I became Road Tide, then I understood what they meant. Right, right. Okay, I get you. I get you. So now, you know, you talk about Alabama powerhouse team, Nick Saban, you know, those guys. You know, you got uh, Devontae, who just won the Heisman, you know, the, you know, the receiver that's won it. And, you know, you, you got draft picks coming out of Alabama, you know, and when you talk about a team like Alabama, like, what do you look at when you see a team like that play? First thing I look at is how you always have a great offensive line. Okay. Big Leatherwood, left tackle. Right. I mean, Matt Jones didn't get hit at all, really, this year at all. Is, I mean, he protected his blind side like he protected him. Right. And that's going to be a first-round pick in the NFL draft. Maybe. Right. Now, what about the defensive side? The defensive side, the coordinator, those guys didn't allow a lot of points on the defensive side either. And you got at least at least five first-round draft picks on defense. And that's just giving, you know, Alabama not just the just do, but just the hard work that they put into the program. Yeah, because if you look back last year, right at the beginning of the year, they lost Dylan Mosley, mm-hmm. which was their best player, which was their middle linebacker. Right. He went to rehab. He worked himself back. Okay. And with Alabama's defense, they got better every game. Exactly. Every break, they got better and better and better. By the time they got to the playoffs, they was on fire. And that defense, mm-hmm. boy, the secondary, they really grew up. Good thing about the secondary, they're going to be back next year. Right. Yeah. Now, a lot of people weren't giving them, you know, a lot of people were saying that, you know, I, I picked Alabama, you know, to win, but it's just, you know, when they played against Notre Dame, it's like, you know, anytime Notre Dame gets in a bowl game, Notre Dame never shows up. And it's like, I don't understand, you know, how you guys always make it to the, you know, you play good the whole season every year or the years that you make it that far and in each championship game you guys falter you guys turn the ball over and it's like an embarrassment and it's like you're on national television like why do you why do you set yourself why do you set yourself short like that you know what the key is it's Nick Saban mm-hmm. Nick Saban know how to recruit exactly you know he got 23 four star five players coming in this year and it just gets better and better. Exactly. And if you can try to recruit and convince a parent to get you send your child to you to his school, right? Well, that's a blessing because you know the, the motto in Alabama is the next man up. And and, and when you said that, um, I just seen a, a they had a photograph of Matt Jones, um, Jalen Hurts, and Tua Taloga, and the picture showed Matt Jones standing there. And it said Matt Jones had to wait three years to get his start. But each year, it was the next man up. So the year after Tula left, then it was Jalen Hurts. So he played behind Jalen Hurts. Then after Jalen Hurts left, then it was his year. So they were talking about, like you said, next man up. And I think that's that's pretty big. You know, when you can, when you can have, when you have a program like Nick Saban, you know, that can just win, you know, constantly and, and, and put fear into other teams. And then other teams are like, you know, why does people want to go to Alabama? It's because Alabama are winners, you know? It's like everybody hates a winning team, you know? And so... They turn around. Right. And they put all the great players out. You know, just like you were talking about Mac Jones. Right. You know, he put in his time, like you said, he waited patiently. Right. He could have transferred and went somewhere else. Right. But he wanted to play for the University of Alabama. Right. This just... thing about it, he, he declared for the draft this year which he still could have came back and played one more year out of Right. I just but think... But he's projected as the 20, 22nd pick in the NFL draft. 
Right, right, right. And I just think by, and I just think by, you know, I, I like Trevor Lawrence. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm, I'm just not a Clemson fan. But I think his decision to come out is a good decision because at first during the year, you know, a lot of people kept asking, was he coming out at when he when he was hurt or when he was. Uh, uh, when he set out because of the COVID, and a lot of people didn't, um, they they were questioning him. But soon as the Jaguars hired Urban Meyer, that whole thing changed. Now he's he's in, and then by Florida, you know, non taxes in Florida, so he's gonna get the majority of his money, you know, versus uh, versus the Giants or the Jets, where you got to pay almost double to triple on your tax on your on your salary there. So. You know that's 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 all in a nutshell. But I, I'm thinking, you know, with that, you know, it's a lot of things in the NFL we want to talk about. Now, let's talk about our coats. Let's talk about what they did in the playoffs and what could they have done to beating the Buffalo Bills. Now, I'm thinking, you know, the game they played against Buffalo. You know, the defense played subpar. Um, I, I just wasn't aware of, you know, th- those them playing so many different zone coverages when you had a great receiver like Tra- uh, Stephon Diggs. It seemed like you would have had a safety back and then a man playing him up in case they threw the ball deep, then the safety's there, you know? You know what's hard to say about the coaches is that they're a first-half team. I mean, I'm going to put it out there. You know, they're a first-half team. Right. And every every game they played, they played excellent in the first half, but they didn't show up the second half. That's what you got to be in the finish. You got to give me 60 minutes. You ex- know, you got to finish. Exactly. 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 That's what they said. It's like you have to play 60 minutes in order – for in order to in order to be a complete team, and the, and they always said, I mean, even with the eleven and five record, you know, you look at the you look at the passing leaders. Okay, you look at okay, the last game against uh, no, let's go to okay stats. Here we are. Okay, I'm looking at the whole year. Okay, that's not no, that is they got me on the wrong thing. I was trying to get the the stats for the. For the players, here they go. Okay, here we go. Team stats. So my thing is, you know, when you look at when you look at the Colts and you look at the opposition, you know, you look at the you know for the defense of uh, third downs, fourth down efficiencies. I mean, on third down we were 52 percent. So you might as well say we're we're a flip of a coin, heads or tails. You know, if we want to get a first down. Um, First downs, you know, we're okay on that. I'm, I'm just thinking that we didn't have the long ball or the throwing the quarterback that can throw the, the ball deep because, you know, we had beatable receivers that can beat, you know, certain, you know, cornerbacks. But by Phillip Rivers not having that arm power, do you think the coach should go out and draft the quarterback in the draft this year? It's kind of funny that you bring that up. I was sitting here watching Get Up this morning, mm-hmm. and you know, one of Deshaun Watson's teams that he want to come to is the is Indianapolis Colts. Wow! And that's the trade that he, he wants to come in. I was just watching it on Get Up this morning, and boy, that would really, really, really help the Colts. But see, here's the thing: we all know the Colts, and we all know that the Colts' quarterback situation is here. And you know, I'm thinking if they were to bring Deshaun Watson here, you think they're gonna they're gonna pick up that massive contract of his too, you know? Because he oh, just yeah, that comes with the game. Right. And then another thing is 
if the coach going to resign T.Y. Well, I'm thinking that they might re-sign him, but then again, it just depends because now, you know, if you look at the receivers now, you know, a lot of them, a lot of the teams now want want, want big receivers. 6'4", you know, receivers like Michael Thompson or receivers like uh, Metcalf, you know, or, you know, the guy from uh, Jones uh, from Detroit or the guy from um, 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 Tennessee Titans, you know, Brown. Number uh, 81 or you know, Going back and, and looking at the college landscape from the four teams that made the playoffs, mm-hmm. they average receivers as 5'10 to 5'11. Right, but you get those. You, they have no really big, you know, big receiver. I mean, look at all the Alabama's receivers, all five of them. They yeah. average about 5'10, 5'11. Right. They're very fast. Right. Yeah, that's because you said it, the, the training, the skill set, and, you know, and, and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, we're, we're just going to get things going with that. And let's talk about now. Let's talk about this new chapter in your life. You're a married man now. Talk about that and what's life been like being a married man. I got married on August the 29th mm-hmm. last year. And it's been actually just beautiful. I mean, my wife, I mean, you talking about having a best friend having the best everything. Right. You know, we was dating for them two years. She would always say, why you always call me your best friend? Right. I said, because I feel out I can talk to you about anything. That's what a best friend is for. Right. I said, now you my best friend and my wife. Right. And you for queen. So to right. me, you my everything. Exactly. 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 Okay. This is what we're going to do to end the show. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you some questions and whatever Whatever comes to the first, whatever comes to your first mind, you give me that answer, okay? You ready? All right. Okay. What's your favorite food? Fish. Okay. Favorite vacation spot? San Francisco. What is one of the, what is one of your favorite entrees to fix? Pan seared fish. Okay. What is your favorite drink? If you had to pick a team in the NFL, who would it be and why? I would pick uh, the Kansas City Chiefs because I love the offensive structure. It kind of reminds me of Alabama. It's just wide open. It's just wide open. That's right. So with that, it's wide open opportunities for everyone. And we want to thank our guest today on the show, Mr. Delbert Tardy Sr. And I just want to say thank you, man. It's a blessing to have you on the show. Um, this is the second uh, 30 for 30. And I'm just you know extremely happy that you could join me and share your life with me on my podcast. Is there anything you want to say to the audience before we go? I want to say I appreciate you. Appreciate you having me on. I have enjoyed the conversation, and let's do it again, cuz. Yes, sir, and you heard that. This is your man Showtime Arnett with Mr. Delbert Tardy Sr. Thank you for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast. You can check it out on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Breaker.audio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast and Radio Public. Thank you once again for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast.